Welcome to Every Day is Macaroni. I'm Joy Alford Brand. And I'm Julia Connell. And we're the hosts of Everyday Macaroni, the podcast. This podcast is a look at the lighter side of life, where we talk about our adventures as a modern blended family. So sit back, relax, and prepare to have your funny bone tickled. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Welcome to another Everyday Macaroni episode. Now, right. we're on location. Mm-hmm. In Juliet's bonus room. <laughs> Wait a minute, let me adjust my camera here a little bit, see if I can make it better. I don't know why, it's always my camera that's like dark and unfocused. Yours is always, <laughs> you know, and yours, yours is always pretty good. All right, so welcome back to another Everyday Macaroni podcast episode. This one's going to be a little different. We don't have any recordings because it's been yep. a while since we've had some Monday Night Family dinners. Yep. Because we've it had does. a lot going on. So much. Yes. So much. Yeah. That's the headphone wire. You should be good. Wow, Juliet. You look like Ron right now with his uh Okay. With his issue. <laughs> so Yeah, who hasn't had an issue in these past couple of days? Well, me. I feel okay. Oh yeah. Okay. You me, me too. I haven't had a can. No. But the other four. <laughs> four. Uh yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Four have are, are down for the count. Yeah. Man. So here's what's going on. Where do we start? So I think we've already talked about it a little bit. Your mother in January started with the back, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like mid-January, yeah, she started with the back problem. And mm-hmm. she was flat on her back for a while. Well, actually, she was in, in the ER two separate times. Mm-hmm. And the second time, she was in the ER for nine days. Right. Okay. Yeah. Then we brought her home. Mm-hmm. And your dad was taking care of her they live together by themselves mm-hmm. well they lived together by themselves. <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. and then we moved in and then you guys hit the jackpot that's right we, we did <laughs> i'm telling you what man it's like i we have it has been sunshine and roses yep we moved in a week ago friday so yeah. we've been there mm-hmm. for a week and a half right okay and the reason we moved in is because about three weeks, two and a half weeks ago, no, three weeks ago, your dad started having issues with his legs. Yeah, right. He had edema in his legs and they started to swell, mm-hmm. which made it really difficult for him to walk around. There go, thereby. Uh, ergo. Er- I know, I was going to say that. Was okay. <laughs> but instead but you went, there go. There, thereby mm-hmm. <laughs> not being able to help my mom. Right. And he had been doing a lot of that himself, Mm -hmm. separate and apart from having some visitors. We're going to get to that in a minute. But before we get to that, okay, so we move in a week and a half ago because your dad was basically off his feet. He couldn't, Mm -hmm. he could barely walk. Right. Okay. And we were getting him set up in the other ground floor bedroom when he said he was feeling sick to his stomach and we came to the conclusion he could possibly be having a heart issue right. and so ron called the paramedics mm-hmm. and it turns out the next day he had had a massive heart attack overnight right and what night was that was that sunday night it was saturday it was night saturday night because we were all there and he so never got to actually night. spend a night in that bed right right <laughs> right yeah we got him a nice new bed one of those hospital beds well that, you know yeah it's a bendy bed so your yeah. feet the platform right. 
bend so your legs can be elevated above your heart to help mm-hmm. with the swelling. And we put a massive flat screen TV in front of it in that bedroom. Right. Because your mother doesn't want a TV in the bedroom. Right. <laughs> No matter what. No, no matter what. Not uh, even not even the picture frame. No, I've never seen uh-huh. anybody lay and stare at the ceiling like that. Not me either. It's For kinda, hours, hours. Days. Days. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Until we finally talked her into listening to music. Oh, or and you put the electric was, picture frame. Which she wanted out of there. I know. And she I told her like it because she doesn't she thinks it messes up the aesthetic. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> this is not forever. It's just temporary until mm-hmm. you can get up. She mm-hmm. fought that and the radio coming out of the iPad, the, the music coming out of the iPad. And now now she's like, oh, it's not so bad. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And But she did tell me that the frame is so far from her that she has to put on her glasses to see it. <laughs> I was just like, okay, then put on your glasses. It <laughs> is what it is. Oh, my God. It's different. She, the yeah. whole situation is, is different. Then... Your dad had the heart attack mm. that Saturday night. Right. The same night, I think, or the next night, my dad had fallen in the driveway at his home. He basically called for help until the neighbors heard him and called 911. And right. the EMTs checked him out. And thank you, all emergency workers out there. I appreciate it. I mean, I really do. Yeah. We've had to call... The Numerous paramedics, times. So, well, yeah, quite a few times in the last couple of months, and they have been fantastic. I wish I knew their names and I could give them a shout out, but <laughs> including our visitors. Oh yeah, well, we're going to talk about that in a minute. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, so <laughs> this might be an extra long episode. I don't know, or we're going to have to cut it in half. I don't know. So, Dad fell in the driveway, mm-hmm. and he had a cardio appointment that Tuesday that I was going to take him to, right. and I had to call my sister in Virginia and say I can't do it because. I was there with your mother. I can't, she can't be left alone really right now. Mm -hmm. Because that Monday, she early, early in the morning was getting herself to the bathroom in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. And she stumbled in the doorway between the bedroom and the bathroom and fell into the door frame. Well, so what had happened was she now walks with a walker because she's unstable on her feet due to the fact that she has a nerve, she has some sort of nerve damage or nerve pinched, I should say, in her back, which is causing her to have difficulty moving her left leg. Mm -hmm. So she was in a hurry going to the bathroom and she caught the corner of the walker on the side of the open door, right? So she caught it causing the thing to stop abruptly and with her other foot her good uh, i don't know if it's no, her no, good no. or her bad foot she kicked no she the didn't kick walker. it no stumbled and fell mm-hmm. and dropped the walker on top of her foot oh she told me she had kicked it and that's how she got the three feet oh broken. Yeah. Okay, so maybe yeah. you're right and I'm so, wrong. So, I don't know. Uh, there, there's either something. Way, either way, she ended up with three broken metatarsals. Yes. And so, we had to take her to the ortho ER, right? And they said, okay, you got three broken toes. You have to immobilize that foot. Mm-hmm. Well, we leave there and I'm telling my sister, I can't take dad to that appointment tomorrow. I She's, she can barely get around, right? Mm-hmm. My sister comes down from Virginia because the next day, my dad had that big cardio appointment. Right. And so she's like, okay, I'll take him to that appointment. Well, she goes and picks him up, and he is not in a very good way. He's very obviously just barely able to function. So she takes him to the cardio appointment. The cardiologist sees him and then tells her his arm needs to be x-rayed where he fell Mm. 
two nights ago. Mm-hmm. And so she said, okay, well, they leave the cardiologist appointment that Tuesday and they go to the same ortho ER where I had your mother the day before. Right. And that doctor there said, no, no, you need to go to a regular ER because something else is going on because he was confused and disoriented mm-hmm. and wetting himself. Yeah. And it's not good. Right. But I think his disoriented mm-hmm. state and his situation was just something more than they could handle. And I'm sure that they were like, we're not going to be able to handle this right. on our own. So what happened is they told him, we are not even going to touch you. Mm-hmm. You need to go to the ER, the yep. emergency room. Mm-hmm. And he wound up going to the ER. They admitted him, and it turns out not only did he fracture his right arm, which is his dominant arm, mm-hmm. when he fell in the driveway. And now, mind you, my dad is almost 87 years old, but he had fallen, fractured his arm. He also had some kind of something going on that was making him confused and disoriented. Mm-hmm. They thought it was a UTI, mm-hmm. but it turns out it's not. It turns out that he had a stroke some time ago and he's had multiple mini strokes Mm. that's not what they call them but i'm not a doctor i don't even play one on tv so i don't Mm. there but there are many like stroke events and he's had quite a few of them so they're working on it yeah they're working on it but he's been in the hospital now for quite a few days and he's actually he's He's on on the the same same floor as your dad and he's right across the big center he he's not on in the same on the same side he's on the other side of the same floor so he's on the same floor but not in the same cardiac unit right but yeah so they're right there and this is a massive massive hospital so to be that close to it's kind of funny funny, right yeah yeah rather convenient (laughs) oh yeah it's convenient now in the middle of all of this going on okay here your mother's flat on her back Mm -hmm. now before your dad's legs had really started to get bad right we had a visit from someone we shall call Cousin Eddie. Right. So, right. So before this got really bad, my dad was just, his legs were just starting to swell up. And so he was kind of at the beginning and still helping my mom. My mom was in pain, just came out of that nine days in the ER. So mm-hmm. she was heavily medicated. And this cousin comes down. I had to go pick something else up. So this was kind of... In the middle. Right. Convenient to kind of stop by. Everyone, including my mom, said, don't come. (laughs) Okay. No, no, don't come. And in his defense, he was thinking, hey, your family, I want to come see you. If I can do anything while I'm there, I'm going to help. Oh, he did plenty. You know? (laughs) Unfortunately, when you're sick, the last thing you want is a ton of people in your house. And my mom is old school. So when she has someone over, I mean, she doesn't consider me, you, or my brother guests. Right. Right? You fend for yourself. Go into my refrigerator. Go make yourself Mm -hmm. something if you want to eat something, right? But someone who you haven't seen in forever, and on top of that, they bring their wife and their dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Two dogs. Uh, And one that just would not stop. Then it becomes a different story. So now you and your husband are sick, (laughs) and you feel as though you've got guests in your house that there's no way that you can help. No matter how much that you tell them that you can fend for yourself, and there's still that sort of angst going on. Then on top of that, (laughs) you are a guest who who requires some medical attention yourself. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Okay. So. Okay. Well, wait, wait, wait. 
before we go on, the reason why, if you've ever watched National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, you know who Cousin Eddie is. And Ten Bucks says your family likely has somebody who is similar. <laughs> okay? Because every family has somebody who's on the Cousin Eddie spectrum somewhere. Right? <laughs> right. Like it or not. Yeah. And Clark Griswold says it himself. His heart is bigger than his brain. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's it. Pretty much that's it. it yeah. So, okay, the similarities to the cousin Eddie, though, are pretty striking here. <laughs> he comes down, and he's got and his, instead of and instead of kids, he's bringing dogs. <laughs> right, right. He brings two dogs, right. he, and he, he himself has. Uh, uh, this is not, you know, I'm, I feel for him. I really mm. do. But he himself has a medical condition that is mm. not good. Right, and. He has emotional support animals that mm-hmm. he has to have with him. Right. So it comes down in his motorhome uh-huh. that doesn't function correctly. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, the heater in it was broken. Oh, that I didn't know. <laughs> I don't know if the pooper was full, but the heater was broken. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he comes down the motor motorhome with his wife mm-hmm. and the two dogs. Yep. And white, lovely wife. Very yep. nice. Very sweet. And camps out at mm-hmm. your parents' house. Right. With the emotional support animals who cannot stop going to the bathroom. Okay, because I go to pick your dad up. He's in between appointments, right? Yeah. That day. And I go to pick him up. I said, I'll meet you at the hospital there. Mm-hmm. Take you to get something to eat. He gets in the car and he goes, I don't know what I did to deserve this. <laughs> I know. Poor between fella. His, uh, between his wife screaming and yelling right. every, every two seconds and then having company in the house with one dog that barks continuously. Oh, yeah, the barking. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. He barks and barks for no reason. He barks when people mm-hmm. come. He barks when people leave. And then both of them just can't control their bladders or colons. Yep. Everywhere. Yep. Pooping everywhere, peeing everywhere. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then on top of that, everyone there has some, some sort of medical issue. Right. Except for the wife. Except for the she wife. She does right. not. And she, I don't know how she did it, but she is bouncing from one patient to another patient, yeah. helping whenever she can. Mm-hmm. Right. So he's here for seven days. Right. And in addition to the paramedics having to come twice for your mother. Right. They had to come for him too. <laughs> yeah. And he went to the ER. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. With his condition. And he was, did he stay overnight? Now I can't no, remember. No, they let him out the same day, didn't they? Yeah, they let him out the same day. Okay. Yes. Yeah, and that I can't remember. And it's so kind of a blur. To manage the medical condition, mm-hmm. he has a... Uh, yes prescription for marijuana to help him with it right but he's not from this state and in this state there is no medical marijuana exception to the fact that marijuana is illegal here okay so here he is in the house and i have to meet the plumber so i come into the house (laughs) and i open the door and i get hit in the face with a massive cloud of skunky sort of smell yes and at first, I was thinking, oh, he's smoking directly in the house. Mm. He's in the house and he's smoking. That's what it smelled like to me. Mm. Well, it turns out that's not actually what was happening. Right. He was going into the screened porch mm-hmm. and smoking and then coming back into the house right. and a cloud Bringing. was rolling with him. Yeah. He was crop dusting the house, basically. Right. And I come in and I look at your mother. And I look at the plumber and I ask your mother, I say, fully aware this is likely not what was happening. But I asked her, I said, have you been cooking something? Did hmm. you cook something? And she said, no, I know. 
I had cereals for breakfast. No. And I'm sitting there. I'm thinking to myself, oh. And the plumber's looking at me and I'm looking at the plumber. And he's so nice. Nice guy, right? He says, you know what? I need to get into the crawl space, which is outside, right? Underneath the house. So we go out the front door. He starts kind of chuckling a little. I said, look, (laughs) we have a cousin visiting from out of town who is not my cousin. Let me just be clear about that. (laughs) (laughs) We have a cousin visiting from out of town Mm. who smokes the ganj for his medical condition. Who says that? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like Cheech and Chong are coming around the corner. (laughs) And so the plumber starts laughing and says, well, he's making himself right at home, isn't he? (laughs) He said, yeah, I, I, I noticed it a little. Mm-hmm. I said, uh, you know, that's not us. I'm sorry. That's not us. Yeah. If you have to go back in there, just hold your breath, you know? <laughs> just hold your breath, right? <laughs> and so he goes, no, I think I just need to be underneath the house because that's where he can address the issue. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm going to wait in my car if you don't mind. <laughs> he said, that's okay. I said, okay. So then I get on the phone and I start texting and telling you guys, hey, I think Cousin Eddie's smoking in the house. Oh, yeah. And then the texting begins, right? It's like blows up. Right. Right. Ron's like, what? Are you sure? And then he, of course, is Mr. Control Freak. He's Mm -hmm. like, oh, my gosh. Measurements. He wants measurements. Mm -hmm. It's just very funny. (laughs) He's going on and on. Well, did it smell like this? Did it smell like that? Are you sure? Did it? You know, it's like. Dude, he was smoking probably on the front porch mm-hmm. or wherever, and his clothes right. and he carries you know, a lot of it with himself, right? Right, and his hair, right? And so all that's his probably what happened, and stuff. But he can't be, he can't be smoking on the house. I'm like, okay, yeah. all right. So, so I kind of pulled the pin on that grenade a little bit myself, which I probably shouldn't have. But to me, it smelled like you smoking inside the house. Right. And you probably had just missed him walking in or something like that. Because when I had gone there that day, because you guys were sniffing like you almost had to, right. You almost (laughs) have to promise, right? It it was like an unwritten, okay. If you go there, you make sure you ask him. You make Mm -hmm. sure you tell him that he can't smoke. I know. Mm -hmm. I know. So I go there and, you know, like. I mean, it's like you're sitting there sniffing every corner of every room. No, mm-hmm. can't smell it. Can't smell it. Don't know. Don't don't smell it. Don't smell it. So I'm like, okay, that's probably what had happened. Or he was smoking somewhere and somebody else opened the door mm-hmm. and some breeze brought it in or whatnot. So yeah, that's how it turned out. However, probably like either that day or the next day, I had gone there with Aaron Right. Right. And Aaron and I and Ron were sitting uh, on the back porch. Right. So it's a an enclosed porch with screen. And there's Cousin Eddie walking around the patio in the back and he's smoking and smoking. Right. And just then huge billowing cloud comes over. And I was just like, oh, my goodness. He's smoking the ganj. Oh, my goodness. Right on the edge of the golf course. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> if we can smell it, so can everybody else. Oh, of course. You know? Of course. And there's kids who live next there's door. kids yeah. next door mm-hmm. and older families living across the street. I was just like, oh, well, boy. And then he's walking around saying, wow, look at this place. Look, there's three empty lots right there. Jewel, I think I'm going to move in over there. Right. Hey. Why do I call the realtor? Or can you give me the number for the sales office, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, so all that is going on 
And we are all going back and forth. We're taking turns going in and out of the house. And one day turns into seven days so that he's right, over. He's there for a full week. Right. And then I'm taking the, my dad to doctor appointments because he had edema in his legs. I can't remember <laughs> the things that we were doing to my mom. I think we even brought her to one appointment, the pain management right, appointment. Right. So all of that is going on. Oh, and then on top of that, we have a nurse coming in to <laughs> do the wound care on my dad's legs. We have a physical therapist coming to the house to do her physical, my, my mom's physical therapy appointments. Then we take her <laughs> to have that nerve block mm-hmm. done. I mean, all of this, and they're still there. Right. Smoking the ganj. Right. And the dogs are barking. And, and the peeing everywhere. And everywhere. Uh-huh. Everything else. So at that point, we were like, you got to go. You guys got to go. <laughs> not you until. Know, not until I see the, the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. <laughs> right. Hey, yeah, we're all going to watch the Super <laughs> Bowl, right? Well, sad to say, and I know this is going to be a shock to everybody out there, but I don't think any of us. Are sports fans? No, none of us. We don't care Not about it. Not any of us. Well, I mean, Ken every, watches F one. Uh, Formula yeah, One. We all watch F one. Well, mm-hmm. we all, as in me. Oh no, it's Ken on when we come and, over here, right? right. So we watch that, and when there's like the World Cup, we'll watch. Mm-hmm. You know, in Soccer, and out. Right. We don't sit there and watch right. it. We're going in and out, right? So we're aware uh, of the games and who's playing who, but that's it. That's mm-hmm. the full extent. Of our sporty events, mm-hmm. right? Sporty events. <laughs> yeah. He's big into the Super Bowl, blah, blah, blah. So that's fine. He's going to stay for the Super Bowl night. So he watches that. And then the next morning, I had to take my dad to a doctor appointment. Mm-hmm. And when we get back, because he's thinking, oh, okay, because he was saying he was going to leave just before the Super Bowl. So now it's the day after and I go to pick him up. Still, still there. there. <laughs> not to mention, so as if there's not enough going on, right? <laughs> on my way to their house to pick him up for his early morning, we had to get there at 7.30 in the morning. I get hit by a deer. I don't hit the deer. <laughs> the deer hit my car. It hit the back quarter panel <laughs> of my car. And it was raining. And that stupid thing just hit it and slid off, or I guess... So I continue driving. I'm like, I cannot believe this is going on. I continue driving. Yes, there's a dent on the side of my car. Get my dad, get in the car, take him over there. They told me to get there at 7.30 in the morning. Unfortunately, they didn't tell me that we were going to have to wait and wait. And then finally at 8 o'clock, someone shows up. I get to the uh, office thing. And what do I get? Sorry, we were all running a little late. So, moving on. Well, no, moving on. Wait, wait, wait. There's one more Cousin Eddie story. Mm. All right. So, you know how you guys do your own, like, cat surgery and stuff? Yeah. All right. Well, because of his medical condition, his teeth are coming out. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. So. Oh, my goodness. I forgot about that. So, Ron and his wife go to the supermarket because they got to buy snacks for him so he can watch the Super Bowl, right? This is all unbeknownst to me. Right, because you weren't here for this, right? I didn't hear anything about it until Ron and his wife had left. So here I get to the house (laughs) and they're nowhere to be found. And Cousin Eddie is complaining of a toothache 
but he's sitting talking to my mother and that's fine whatever then they get back home they're taking stuff out of the bags and all of a sudden not just foods coming out but a set of pliers and some gauze a brand new set of pliers right and i'm looking i thought well that's weird and here comes cousin eddie and he's taking the gauze out of the wrapper and he's like looks like he's drying a tooth with it or something in the kitchen i don't know what's going on then he proceeds to cut open the pliers and and, and he says to ron he goes hey ronnie mm-hmm. <laughs> remember when we used to play operation as a kid <laughs> you can't touch the sides <laughs> yeah And at that point, I think that we have all taken any humor out of this whole event was gone, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at Ron going, what does that mean? Like, I had no idea what was going on. I knew his tooth hurt, but that was it. And he's looking at Ron and I'm in the kitchen looking at him. And I look back at Cousin Eddie and he's rubbing his tooth. And then all of a sudden it dawned on me what was going on. Cousin Eddie was going to take the pliers, cover his tooth in the gauze, and remove the tooth that was bothering him. Yeah, you heard it, listener. Pliers, gauze, and tooth removal. Yeah. This is next level cat surgery. So, of course, the next thing Ron says is like, I want no part of this. I think this is a ridiculous idea. (laughs) I don't want any part of this. And he literally walked away. (laughs) And I'm sitting there watching this and i thought what and i said to the cousin i think this is a really bad idea you realize that mouth issues that bleeds a lot anything in the head bleeds a whole lot and now you're gonna have a gaping hole Mm -hmm. right that is susceptible to infection Mm -hmm. right you're gonna end up in the hospital again and it's so close to your brain that if you get an infection that's fast moving right oh no 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 all righty so i'm like a peace out out. i'm out i don't want to know anything about (laughs) ron's already gone ron's already gone he's like this is ridiculous (laughs) so we find ourselves outside and now ron and i are talking going this is ridiculous this has got to stop they got to get out right Mm -hmm. there's too much going on so they were such a great help when we needed it but at the same time There was so much commotion going on that just for the nerves and for people trying to heal, it's a lot. Right. But Mm -hmm. when Ron came home and told me the operation story, wow, I thought to myself, we have got to talk about this. This is unbelievable. Oh, so while we're out there talking about it and going, okay, who's going to say what to who to get them out, right? The wife comes around because she was parked in the mobile home in the driveway she comes out and ron stops her and says hey listen we appreciate everything that you've done we appreciate even the visit my parents aren't getting any better and we need them to calm down a little bit they're older generation they they feel bad that they have guests over that they can't Mm -hmm. do anything for anyone and you gotta go Mm mm-hmm Right. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Right. So (laughs) as we're having this conversation with her outside on the front walkway, Cousin Eddie comes to the door, opens the door and goes, hey, I need some help with this tooth. So his wife goes in and Ron and I are like, unbelievable. Mm -hmm. 
Unbelievable. Now, was that before or after he went to the emergency room? This was after because Mm. this was Super Bowl Sunday. Nice. So we then go inside. Now we're like, oh boy, what's going on? How's he going to eat his hot wings? (laughs) I don't know. But I go go inside and lo and behold, there's no screaming. Cousin Eddie's sitting at the kitchen table. Totally fine. Wife Mm. is walking around. We're like, "What, what just happened? Oh, yeah, he cracked it. He cracked the tooth, but because he had had a root canal, Uh, right? The center, I guess, of the tooth or whatever was sealed, Uh. right? So he took the part of the tooth that was killing him or whatever, came out, and then with the remaining tooth, so the socket was still sealed. Mm -hmm. So lucky for him, because that... Otherwise, not you'd have to take him to, like, the doggy uh, vet to get uh, the tooth yeah. looked at. <laughs> so. You can't make this stuff up, boy. I know. You really can't. No. Yeah. No. And, you know, nice guy. Mm-hmm. His heart's in the right place. Mm-hmm. He's just not a deep thinker. <laughs> I think it's just that sometimes you just don't think about what you're bringing to the table. and Or lack thereof. Right. Right. Mm. Well, I had stuff going on, so I couldn't be around at that particular time. Right, because as if that listener was not enough, right? We needed some more, Mm. right? God only brings you what you can. Juliet, what we, you can, we have you been know. smote by the Lord. That's what's happened. <laughs> we have been smote by the Lord. <laughs> Not quite sure what it is we did, but uh-huh. yeah, there was a lot of smoting going yeah, on. We have been smoked. Mm-hmm. Yes. The finger of the Lord has come down forth from the sky and smoteth us. <laughs> That's reaching back into my childhood roots right there. I know. That was pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't don't think I got that in my Catholic school. No, I know you didn't. (laughs) Because our church experiences were very, very different, believe me. Mm -hmm. Totally different. Not only that, I was really quiet and demure back then. (laughs) I was never quiet and demure. Are you kidding? I just don't have that bone in my body. But yeah, so lots of stuff going on at Mm. the same time. That brings me to another point, Uh the physical therapist (laughs) that they're going to go to, the inpatient physical Mm -hmm. therapy. Yeah. So I call my dad, right? This is after back and forth and back and forth (laughs) with caseworkers and things like that. And with the caseworkers, we're like, okay, it needs to be local so that if he needs anything, we can go over there and whatnot. Well, as it turns out, I end up getting this list of cardiac places that can do either or dialysis because his cardiac cath, the dye kind of killed his kidney. So now not only did he have the heart attack, but now he's going to be on kidney dialysis forever. Permanently, right. So now we have to look for a physical therapist inpatient that can also do the dialysis, right? It's slim pickings to say the least. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm not, I'm not going to delve into that anymore, but... It really, really slim pickings. So we end up with one in a rural area, right? <laughs> and I call my dad to say, hey, okay, we've narrowed it down. This is supposed to be a really good facility, blah, blah, blah. But it's in a rural area. And instead of being like, hey, oh my gosh, I could have died from a heart attack. This is what I hear on the phone. No, <laughs> damn it. No, really? I got to go there? <laughs> And I was like, it got really good ratings. It's a good place. And you're not going to have to drive there anyway. It's impatient. They're going to just take you right over there. And you're not going to have to worry about anything, right? Ugh. 
fine. <laughs> right? Like, we don't have enough going on right. that now we need to manage exactly where you're going to go. We got to put you in a really good place. But then it's got to be in a specific place, whatever place magically that was. Because he's already not happy with the food Oh, selections that's the big issue. at the hospital. That's the big issue right now. That's the big issue. That's his big complaint. You are on kidney dialysis, dude. You almost, you skirted death. Oh, yeah. He dodged a bullet. But you know what? That hamburger was kind of dry. <laughs> I, I didn't like it. What's funny to me is I'm I like, was like, what? You should feel right at home with the food there. <laughs> <laughs> it's not too far off from what you make yourself. Oh, my gosh. But rightfully, I mean, when I was there... <laughs> Right, I did see that hamburger come out on a plate, and it's on this white plate with a cover, of course. Oh, very right, sad. You're in a hospital. You open the cover, and on like one of those, like I don't know, Food Lion, one of those uh, shopping center hamburger buns, and this super dry hot or hamburger it looks like it wasn't grilled or anything right it just looks like i don't know it was microwaved and then flopped onto a bun and then put on that plate with a cover on it Mm -hmm. so that it steams right so the sweaty in there is a little damp gross so (laughs) i'm sorry the bun is a little moist (laughs) i know right so that is kind of gross you know (laughs) and and of course i'm thinking that but what i'm telling him is Dude, you're not in a hotel. <laughs> this isn't the Four Seasons. <laughs> it's a hospital. This is not their specialty. Mm-hmm. But in the back of my mind, I am thinking, these people are all sick. They're looking forward to eating, if they even can or can muster up some sort of appetite. And then on top of that, they uncover that, you know? Mm. I was just like, oh, man, you're not doing yourself any favors. And he had poked himself in the eye. This is the other thing. Okay. So, oh my gosh. If there could be, I mean, we should have just wrote it down in like chronological order. I know. Because at this point. I forgot this. I know. Right. Me too. Totally forgot it. It's right. just ridiculous. So Friday, the Friday we moved in, right. we had to sleep in the ground floor bedroom because the next day we were getting his bed in our bed for upstairs, right? Right. There was no TV back there or anything. So. This is the night before he had the heart attack. Or yes. that he had to be rushed to the hospital. Right. So the night before. Right. The night before. Okay. <laughs> he is sitting in the recliner mm-hmm. in the living room. Then and it's an electric chair. <laughs> <laughs> Not that kind of electric <laughs> chair. <laughs> no, that's for your mother. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's bad. He's in the electric recliner because it gets pretty flat. And right. he was actually sleeping there mm-hmm. because he was trying to elevate his elevate legs. His legs. Mm-hmm. And also, there's the giant TV in the living room that he mm-hmm. can watch because your mother refused to have a TV in the bedroom. And Cousin Eddie was in the back room, right, which is where we slept that night, right, mm-hmm. after we aired out all the ganj smoke. But anyway, so, and I found the lighter under the bed. Did I tell you about that? Uh, yeah. Good, yeah. All right. So, I can't remember. Somebody was coming to the door. Oh. Yeah. The guy who is going to install the handrails in mm-hmm. his bathroom. Right. And Ron said, try to listen out for him mm-hmm. so you can open the door. Right. Well, your dad was asleep in the chair and he was sleeping with his hand on his face. Right. Right. And like covering his eye that was, you know, up toward the ceiling. The doorbell rang because I was back in the bedroom. I didn't hear the car pull up and the mm-hmm. doorbell rang and it startled your dad. Yeah. 
and he poked himself in the eye right. with in his the thumb. Corner of the mm. eye, he poked himself so hard, right? You know what it is? Is that when he gets older now, his skin is, skin really, is really thin or very yeah, papery. Very thin, yeah. And so he poked himself in the corner of the eye. Right. So with his thumb, I'm assuming he just poked the corner of the eye. <laughs> Not only did he poke the corner of the eye, because when you sent me those pictures, I saw it was corner there. But what had happened was he gave himself kind of a hematoma. In the eye, right. Inside of the eye. Yes, inside the eye. So it looked like this burgundy jelly. Oh, it was terrible. On the inside of the lid of the eye. It looked like somebody took a piece of stew beef and put it over his eye. And his eye was bulging out. It looked like... He had been socked in the eye. Right. It looked like someone, yeah, someone hit him because instantly he had a black eye, right? Well, it was swollen. It was swollen first and then it started to turn, right? Because so now he's got this hematoma or whatever, because they called it something different, but the inner lid, the bottom inner lid just exploded, kind of exploded with a blister, a blood blister in there. So now that's pushing his eye and he's got it closed because it's swollen. And now I'm like, this is just crazy. But by the next night, because, you know, you're sleeping, that blood started to travel down his face, the side of his mm-hmm. face. Now, if you see him, that blood has actually gone almost oh, to, to his, his neck. neck. Yeah. Yeah. So he just looks like someone ran him over. Oh, by that's a, what he, he looks, looks like. like he's been hit by a truck. Yeah, yeah. it really yeah. does. So. He looks like he was in the the prize fighter match. Like, yeah, yeah somebody somebody clocked him. And yeah, really lost. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'll put some pictures in the video here. So mm. if you're watching on YouTube, you can see it. But yeah, it was not good. And yeah. so the next day, he woke up, and that's when it was all. Yeah, that oh, was pretty it's terrible, bad. terrible. Yeah. The good news is all is well. Everybody's stable for now. Uh-huh. And yep. I think your mother's making progress. I had to help her have a shower today. Mm. You're welcome. Nah. It was like washing the feet of Christ. <laughs> I've done worse. Oh, I <laughs> I'm know. I'm just saying. <laughs> you did take one for the team, and I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. This has but, been yeah. a wild ride from mm. start to finish. It yeah. has. Mm-hmm. And there are plenty more funny stories to talk about. And we're just going to share as much as we can. It's just in times like this, I think it's great to have a sense of humor about it all. Mm-hmm. We do realize the sensitivity of all this. And the severity of the and situation. the severity yes. of the situation is clear and focused. We're clear and focused on that. It's just to have a network of people and, and by that i mean us mm-hmm. well <laughs> listener yes. you're out there too and we we appreciate you tuning in and mm-hmm. subscribing and liking this is also kind of an outlet for us yeah uh, and on to top find, of this if yeah. you are a caregiver mm-hmm. i have total respect for you yeah anybody who's out there that's a caregiver at any level yeah. i totally appreciate you and respect you because yeah. this has not been easy yeah. It hasn't. And I can't imagine that there are people out there that do this for a living yes. on a daily basis. And this is trying. It is it's physically demanding, mentally exhausting work. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and it's definitely... Even when you're not being smote by the Lord. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm telling you. I know. Got to walk around with our hands over our heads. <laughs> I don't know what. Collectively, we have all done something very bad. I don't Obviously, know what it is. I don't know either. <laughs> but I can't believe. And 
part of it is in my and mind we should be careful not to be in the same room together at, <laughs> at, at any moment in time because he might just think to say you know hey here's a three for one <laughs> right Pa-pow. i know <laughs> well part of it is we have parents who are around the same age yeah Mm-hmm. and with yeah. similar health issues. Yeah. All I know is that the doctors and nurses that are taking care of him are doing a phenomenal job, and he's still here and still with us. And I'm thankful for that. Getting better every day. Mm-hmm. So I'm know. thankful for that. I really yeah. am. There have been a lot of really great things mm-hmm. that I have seen happen, mm-hmm. and I'm thankful for it. Yep. And I choose to look to that instead of all the scary, horrible parts. Yeah. All, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, anybody who's a caregiver out there, you are... You the bomb. You the bomb. You're... you're <laughs> snaps to you, boy, for sure. All right. Well, thanks for listening. And this is going to be a little bit of a different ep- episode. Maybe the next couple of episodes will be a little bit different as this progresses. But right. we are here. We're helping each other out. And thanks for your support. We really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, that's it for today. Yep. <laughs> we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed listening and sharing a laugh or two with us. Stay tuned for more everyday macaroni adventures on future podcast episodes. And if you want to see some pictures of us, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook by searching at Everyday Macaroni or hashtag Everyday Macaroni. And now you can also watch us on YouTube. Just search Everyday Macaroni and our new channel will pop up. If you want to shop for some fun macaroni merch, head over to everydaymacaroni.com. Don't forget, if you have a blended family story to share, email us at info at everydaymacaroni.com and put the word share in the subject line. You can also call us on our Macaroni Fun Phone at 919-729-2043. Your story might end up on a future episode, and how fun would that be? Super fun. Finally, don't forget to give us a good review and download your favorite episodes. A share would be nice too. The more interaction we get for the podcast, the more episodes we can post. Again, thanks for listening and join us for the next episode of Every Day is Macaroni! macaroni.